Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. We are back. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. Yep. This is just the worst podcast. Hopefully you made it this whole week without oh us. Oh, my gosh. I know. I, 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 uh, I barely made it. I barely made it, too. Tell me about your week. What happened? I've just been sick. Like, low-grade sick. <laughs> like, not fully sick. Just, just sort of sick? Yeah, which is terrible. That is really kind of terrible. Yeah, because I wake up, and I always feel the worst when I wake up. And so then I call in sick to work, and then I get up, and I feel better. <laughs> Do you have, does your work have, like, unlimited oh, yeah. PTO or whatever? Yeah, it's a startup. Yeah, I know. And if more people are going that way, because it well, doesn't... They say you take less vacation. You take less vacation, and there's no overhead, there's no, um, overhead on the books. So there's nothing that they have to pay out. So as a startup, if you have... PTO on people's payroll, mm -hmm. it shows up on your books as money that you owe, basically. Oh. So if you don't give anybody any and just say, take whatever you want, there's nothing on your books. There's no financial obligation to people when they leave. There's no obligation every year to give them any certain amount of money or time. Oh, weird. So it actually looks better for them to financial. not have it. Yeah, and then oh. plus, you're right, people take less because it's more stressful. Like, if I take vacation, I'm going to look like a dick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix does that. Sneaky. And they found that, well, I'm not saying that they do it for that reason, <laughs> because I am looking for a job, Netflix, if you're interested. Call me. <laughs> I applied to them once in my resume uh, for every job I had. I listed underneath it what shows I was watching at the time. That's brilliant. I know. I and they didn't so. like it? Mm, I never heard anything. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't like it enough. Maybe you should have made a show. Probably. Sent them a clip. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we did some work. Uh, well, never mind. Mm. I'm not a part of a we anymore. So. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. This was my last week of being a working adult. For for now for now yeah i mean i assume you'll work again i do need to work again but i'm going to take a few weeks off that's awesome which is like unbelievable i've never done that in my whole really? life ever oh it's fun since i was probably 17 oh i haven't taken more than no i did go to europe but um that's crazy I, that was a month and a half so after that 22 good lord no more than two weeks off at a time oh my god i know that's bananas. Bananas. You're missing out. Well, not anymore, lady. Live it up. I am. I am going to party it up. <laughs> One of my friends sent me a text. She's like, well, what are you going to do now? And I'm like, I'm going to get massages. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to ride my horse. I'm going to do And she's like, I hate you. Yeah. Let's all <laughs> rub it in my face. But it's supposed to rain for like the next two weeks. Is it? Yes. Oh, gross. So I know. I hate the rain. Bummer. And I hate living so close to Tahoe because all the skiers get so excited when it rains. Yep. They're like, yeah, this means so Snow. much powder. And I'm uh -huh. like, no. <laughs> I dated a skier. If you can't tell. Have fun driving eight hours of traffic to get there, everyone. <laughs> it's true. It's and when I first moved to the Bay Area, my boss at the time had lived up here. And he said it's easier to fly to Park City and to go 
skiing or Probably. snowboarding or whatever than it is to drive to Tahoe from San Francisco. That's <laughs> like, I fully believe that. Yeah. Traffic is really bad here. Yeah. When we went, we didn't get any. Traffic? Mm-hmm. Mm. But we left on a Friday morning. In your came... bus? Yeah. Oh, no, you took expedition. Yeah, that's right. Expedition. So awesome. Rented it again for the wine tasting trip that I'm going on now. Oh, okay. I was going to (laughs) say they're going on. That's for your friends, not for your work. Because your work would be going on like a boutique milk tasting trip. (laughs) Artisanal milk tasting trip. Raw milk, raw water. (laughs) Super exciting. No, it'd be almond milk. Uh, yeah, no. The wine tasting is with my sorority sisters. That's amazing that you guys still talk to each other. So what happened with the drama around the one who was so mad at you? Oh, she's not really in our clique. Ah. So no wonder she already feels like an outsider. No wonder she was so offended. Well, because we found out what a terrible person she was. So that's, I think, why she... (laughs) People more. hate when you do that. I know, right? Yeah. And we're the only, like, real witnesses to it. Mm. What did she do? Can you share? she's, like, married now. Oh. Oh, well, she dated one of our friends. Okay. But wasn't a lesbian. And oh, so, I think like, you told me about her. her and that's why yeah, you like, didn't like her. her on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, strung her along and right. was horrible. And would, like, still date guys and take guys to, like, dances. Well, not dances. We didn't have <laughs> it's college, uh, but like there's dances in college. No, that's what I just said. There's no dances. <laughs> like, wait, what? No, but like <laughs> parties, like all of our fun themed parties, mm. mm-hmm. like white trash trailer bash. I'm pretty sure you can't do any of the parties. That I would, we did. yeah, I would probably know. Did you have your blackface party as well, or was it just white trash? Uh, no, but we did have um, a gangster party. You could dress oh, like whatever kind of gangster you okay. wanted. And luckily, I'm friends with Lauren, so I got to pretend to be Mexican. Could you do like not zoot suit? And, or did you do like... No, I did like wife beater, oh, okay. low slung jeans, bandana, I actually, chula, lip liner. I actually have a... Well, no, we were, we were skinheads. A friend of mine nice. and Vicky and I in... Oh, well, I wear like skull caps. I wasn't in school at the time. Um, did what did we do? Shave your head. <laughs> no, so we didn't shave our heads, but we we actually. Oh, I wore a he- baseball cap, mm. and I I think she did too. Nice. It was great. We gave ourselves black eyes. It was really fun. Oh yeah. We very confused people. We really did. They're like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> because I did used to hang out with some people that like to look like that. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. I had oh. an assorted childhood. Yeah, no, we didn't. Th- no, we didn't do anything quite as terrible as some of the <clears throat> fraternities and stuff I've seen. Really? No, we just did like throw a hoe down. <laughs> That's funny. It was funny. Who was the hoe you threw down? Uh, this no, one girl that was no, dating was your just friend. No, a hoe down. Uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Hicks and kicks or something? I can't remember. I made, I was in charge of all the t-shirts, so I remember making all the designs, and now I can't remember any of the names of the party. Oh, oh then there was Dirty Old Man Party. Oh, that sounds fun. It was fun. Did we you invite dressed, Dirty like, Old Men? slutty schoolgirls. No, of all our dates dressed <laughs> up like old men. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so like- There's no offense Goodwill there. golf clothes and- Yeah. Those folks d- deserve to be made fun of at every opportunity. Probably. And yeah. it was an excuse to dress slutty. So, you know. You like you guys needed an excuse. Every girl needs an excuse. I um I know some girls that are in college right now and it's amazing to me that the minute they leave their parents' home, 
<laughs> the clothes come off. The clothes literally come off. And like you could not find tighter, shorter oh my God, dresses. I know. If you tried. And then they sort of just started abandoning pants altogether. And they're like, <laughs> here's me in a t-shirt and socks. Basically. And they just love to post pictures of that on their Instagram accounts. I it's find. interesting. Because uh, I follow a lot of like weight loss transformation mm. pages. And I think it's always entertaining how these girls get so slutty when they lose weight. Like they're before a photo, they look like miserable <laughs> and fat. But in the, And they're not just like kind of cute in a bikini in the after. Right. They're like some like whorish bikini that's like barely covering anything. And with this look, fuck me look on their face and their hair and man. I'm just like, whoa. That's what happens. That's what confidence does for you apparently. I, apparently you just turn into a crazy, <laughs> not voyeur. What's the opposite? Exhibitionist. Yes. Mm, Y'all. I'm going the opposite direction. <laughs> I'm just covering myself up more and more every day. <laughs> As you get skinnier or No, just in I'm general? not getting skinnier. I'm just <laughs> I did see I did see your picture of all your new sweatpants. Posted. <laughs> They're the best. One for every day of the week. Basically. Because I can wear them to work. You can? Mm-hmm. I need I need to find a job like that. Yeah. I really do. They're the best. Yeah. You could dress them up. I have a, a leather pair. I just want to call my Kanye pants. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what I want to do. I am so like shell shocked from this week. Yeah. You just need to. But I need to do nothing. Yeah. It's really hard quitting a job. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you've been that engaged with it, because I was yeah, pretty never done tight for and involved years. for a long time and pretty integral Important. to the company. Yeah. So it was really like heart-wrenching to leave every time somebody i was so worried today because when people would come by it's like don't make me cry whatever you do <laughs> i just need to get out of here i only have to be here for another half an hour and how'd you do i did good nice yeah i said goodbye to people and because i'm trying to play off that the reason i'm leaving is great uh, um opportunities yeah, and I have this time to, I, can, I finally have time I can take off and just figure out what I want to do, which is true. I was going to do yeah. that anyway, but it was like a super abrupt, like, well, why don't you just leave tomorrow <laughs> thing that happened, so. I don't think I've ever worked somewhere that that's not the case. Really? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it, and I actually, like, the last two companies I've exited, one I get, did give the two-week notice, but I was kind of an emotional wreck. <laughs> and the one before that... I had given my two weeks notice and they all knew I was leaving and they like announced it to the whole company and were like, make her stay. And it was oh. really funny. Like, it's our last chance to convince her to stay. And it was like 200 people in the room. I'm like, oh my hey, God. Thanks a lot. That's awesome. Um, and then, uh, but I was, so I was like in my last week there and I'm sure they were going to have some sort of like farewell thing. And I got a phone call that my 16 year old niece had died. <gasps> So I completely lost my shit. Yeah. And left, obviously, to go down to Southern California to be with my family. Oh, my God. And that was, like, it. That was my last day. Was oh. Like, <laughs> and then I had to go start a new job, like, a week later. Oh. Which, and that never worked out because I was such an emotional basket case still from yeah. the, my niece's death. I mean, this was a, my niece that I was there when she was born. I was oh her mom's God. birth coach. Mm. I was, like, yeah, we were tight. Um, and so then I went to this next job and I just could Couldn't, never get yeah. my shit together. <laughs> so like, yeah, good reason. So I didn't really leave that great there either. Cause I only <laughs> lasted like six months. So apparently I'm not a good quitter. leaver. That's good. I'm not a good quitter. Oh, great. 
And I was telling them, like, my team was asking if we were going to have a party or something. I'm like, dude, I'm all about the Irish exit. I just want to get out of here clean. Like, I don't want anybody to notice. I'm not carrying anything with me. I'm going to meet you guys for lunch next week. You're going to bring the rest of my shit. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So Hmm. I just got out. Clean escape. I make everyone throw me a party for everything. Yeah. I don't. I do not like being the center of attention. Oh, 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 I just elbowed the dog in the head. Sorry. That's okay. He doesn't seem to mind. But you do like being the center of attention? Uh, If it's... I'm not not like... I just like hanging out with people that I like. Any reason. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, I went to everybody's going away party as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, you know that one guy, Bob and... Nope, I don't. Bob and accounting? Where are we drinking? (laughs) Where's the party? Yeah. Well, and because we were on the grounds of the Rosewood, we would always go to the rosewood. You're so fancy. We were. And, and the rosewood on Thursday nights has a really great cougar night. Yeah. And it's real. Yeah. It still exists. Oh, I thought it was the other way. I didn't think it was older women. I thought it was older men and younger no. women. No. That's what I've always heard. Um, I've never gone, but from like from what I've heard, it's kind of like the uh, no scantily clad women that are looking for money. It looks like they think they're in Vegas. It's like, I love what, that. I would have worn. I Vegas. love when watching people who are inappropriately dressed up yes. at weird times or in weird places. Yeah. Like, what is happening here? Why are you wearing sparkly shoes? It must or work. <laughs> yeah, and they claimed that there was a whole prostitution ring being yeah. run out of the jewelry store. Yeah. Or something. Very exciting. Clever. Very clever. Yeah, but I didn't believe that it was happening and I went and it really happened. I still need to go. It's pretty I'm not, I don't really like hanging out at the Rosewood though. They don't have any food I can eat. I don't drink. That's true. It's kind of not And drinks are me. like $18 each anyways. That's stupid. The burger's like 30 bucks. Yeah, and I can't but even But that's eat why it. it's great when the company is paying. Mm-hmm. Right, for sure. But even then, like they well, can do you have a green salad? Yeah, it's pretty much it's 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 not a good spot for me. <laughs> I believe it. No. But you know who it would be a good spot for? What? Martin Corelli. I feel like you should probably know how to pronounce his name. Do you know how to pronounce it? I assume it's Corelli. I think there's a sh in there somewhere. Martin Corelli. Why wouldn't you have looked that up? Because I don't (laughs) look things up. (laughs) If you're going to be talking about him for an hour, I feel like. What were you going to call him? I'm just going to talk to him, talk about him for like 20 minutes probably because it's a pretty quick story. I was going to call him Pharma Bro because that's what everybody knows uh, about. Oh, there you go. Martin Shrakelly. I really think that's how you pronounce it. Mm. Surprisingly in the news today, which I didn't realize he would be when I decided to talk about him, I was going to talk about something much more depressing Ooh. and much more meaningful probably at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a rough week, everyone, so... I'm yeah. lucky I Let's found anything that I'm willing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Person. And Valentina made me go first today. So we're mixing be, it up. It's going to be super out of sorts. Our oh, our whole dynamic is just. It's just all screwed up. Ruined. I don't even know who I am. Valentina's been homesick all week. It's true. I, I don't been... have my usual joie de <laughs> We tried to give her some speed earlier, but it didn't work. No, it just made my tummy hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even drunk. Um, but we are going to talk. I'm going to talk about Martin Strakelly. I'm just going to call him that. It's close enough. Everybody knows who that is. He's got an impossible to pronounce name. I doubt that's true. It's pretty true. Look at how it's spelled. S-H-K-R-E-L-I. S-H-K-R-E-L-I. That's a stupid name. We're calling him Pharma Bro from now on. 
Okay. Or his other nickname, the most hated man in America. No. <laughs> um, I feel like someone else has that title. Now. He was, well, prob- no, well, he's probably has it again just because for today. For- Even though, mm. I know our president probably has it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, he was dubbed Pharma Bro by the media, and he is, as they say, the perfect and very hateable combination of arrogance, youth, and avarice. Oh, nice. <laughs> um. He was a pharmaceutical executive that um, has as his clients mostly people who are sick, poor, and vulnerable, as most people in need of pharmaceuticals are. True. Um, he was also an American businessman. That's how he started. He started as a hedge, hedge fund manager. Mm. Uh, he was the co-founder of a hedge fund called Elia Capital. And it's funny because I was like reading through his history and like every – it's so interesting with white-collar crime how easily they just skate out of it. And like oh, yeah. nothing comes of it at all. And they're just like, oh, well, here's a couple million dollars. Shut up. Yeah. You know? And it just all goes away. Uh, That's why it's nice when they actually get in trouble. <laughs> that is true. So he rose to fame in yeah. September of 2015 um, because he owned a company called Turing um, that had obtained a licensing for a drug that was an antiparasitic drug. That okay. mostly was only used by people with HIV and AIDS. Okay. Um, small children and the elderly, or like people with so compromised, the richest people, comprom- <laughs> compromised immune systems. Oh, or transplant patients. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. People with money to burn. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so his first action as the owner of this drug was to increase the price from thirteen dollars and fifty cents per pill. To seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, pill. that's a lot. <laughs> it's a factor of fifty-six. Jesus, yeah, Mary and Joseph. Um, because he wanted to make. That's how he got the name "most hated man in America." Yeah, yeah. So this drug treats toxoplasmosis. Toxoplasmosis. Oh yeah, that, you know I what know, that is. Yeah, and cats it, get it. It's right, and you can get it from cats if you're pregnant. Yes. Um, and so apparently, uh. A lot of people carry it, but if you're healthy, it doesn't do anything at all. It has no effect on you at all. Mm. Um, but a useless little fetus. It does. <laughs> very nice. Speaking of parasites. <laughs> oh, that's very sad. Um, but yeah, if you uh, do have a compromised immune system, it can really affect you in a lot of variety of ways and not good. But oh. he didn't think that that mattered so much. Did and he we'll just come up life. with this idea on his own? Well, he kind of has a history. I'll go into his history a little bit of the way he um, likes to work, <laughs> how he makes money. Mm. Um, so this guy was born in Brooklyn. His parents he? were Albanian. He's like 32, I think. Nice. Yeah. This is a problem when people that young are making like... Just fucking evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That much money and like that's all that drives them. Yeah. So we did see something the other day about like the founding fathers and how old they were. And they're all like, so 20, young. 21, <laughs> 17. Like, I know. When I was shit. in my crazy Hamilton phase. Right? Like, they're all babies. They're so young. And they like, were so adult. Our people are so useless. Like, I mean, I was fucking useless. Oh, totally. I'm still useless. And they were like, let's make a new country. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just turned 19. I fuck this. Fuck I've got this English. idea for a declaration of independence. Right? <laughs> Oh. oh, shit. Yeah, it really makes you feel like you haven't accomplished much when shit like that happens, Completely. right? Uh, so, Shrekelly's parents. Shrek. Shrekelly? Skrelly. No. I think there's Skrillex. a S H in it. Sk- yes, yeah, Skrillex. <laughs> His parents are Albanian. 
they were immigrants who worked as janitors. So he was pretty mm, middle class, maybe. Yeah. Well, even in in Manhattan or Brooklyn, it probably was lower class. Yeah. Um, he attended hunt attend, attended. Mm. Remember, we haven't done this in a while, and we are, my brain is totally somewhere hard. else. Uh, he went to Hunter College High School. He dropped out before his senior year due to a lack of interest. I think this guy's like super smart. Probably. So he just didn't really give a shit about high school. And man, I can relate because I did the same thing. <laughs> same reason, turns out. To start a hedge fund. <laughs> super. Yeah, so this is the thing that was so trippy. He received the credits necessary for his diploma somehow through a pro. Oh, through a program that placed him in an internship on Wall Street. Like, what kind of fucking high school does that? Seriously. Here, go work for a hedge fund. So he went to work for Kramer Berkowitz and Company when he was 17. Um, Sources differ on whether he ever graduated from high school, (laughs) whether he's received sufficient sufficient credits. Um, But he did end up going to college. So somehow he got in. Mm. Um, But then it also says that he donated a million dollars to Hunter College High School. So perhaps he backdated some diploma of some kind. Mm. I don't know. It's very confusing. Why is a high school called a college? I don't know. Hunter College High School. It's very confusing. Mm. That's weird. (laughs) You East Coasters, get your shit together. (laughs) High school is a high school for God's sake. Uh, He got a BA in finance and economics. Nice. In 2004. Mm-hmm. And he, it was at that time he said that he started to develop an interest in chemistry because a family member suffered from a treatment-resistant depression. So he oh. started getting into biotech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what, so he worked as a financial, a financial analyst for four years, and then he started his first hedge fund in 2006. Um, a year later, he was sued by Lehman Brothers for oh. some financial misdeeds. There were, they went into a whole detail about what that financial really misdeed was, but it didn't make any fucking sense to me, and I didn't really care. No. It was basically some white collar sh- moving some money around that you weren't supposed to yeah. Ponzi scheme thing. I don't understand any of that. Exactly. Um, and they won a $2.3 million judgment against him. He was oh. probably, what, like 24 at the time or something? Yeah. <laughs> Super youngster. But then they collapsed. Before oh, they convenient. could collect. Yeah, so he never had to deal with that at all. Uh, and then in 2009, he started at MSMB Capital Management with his childhood friend. And what they did, do you know what shorting a company is when you're uh, investing in it? Yes. I don't. I didn't look it up either. I watched The Big Short. Oh, okay. So everybody go watch The Big Short and then you'll understand <laughs> Make it. back to us. <laughs> then turn this back on. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Uh, but so what they did is they shorted biotech companies and then... They would go online and describe all the flaws in the companies and stock trading chat rooms. So I guess they're trying to drive the cost down or something. Uh, I don't I don't know. They were fucking around with biotech companies. And mind you, all of these companies are out there trying to save people's lives. Or right. they're trying to make big bucks, depending on how you feel about big pharma. And I think also, though, that big pharma is different than little biotech startups because they don't have all the, They're trying to get purchased by a big pharma company, right. generally speaking. Hmm. Um because they don't have it. They're just coming up with intellectual property. Right. That they're hoping somebody will buy. Um, so they sold, they short sold 32 million shares of a pharmaceutical company. Um, and then they, that, and that got them in trouble. I guess they, they ended up mm. getting looked at again. Um, <laughs> oh, no. What happened was this, they shorted it and then it rebounded and they couldn't pay it back. So this happened to him like several <laughs> times. Like he would be like, oh, shit, I don't have the money to actually cover this. Um, and that was with, so Merrill Lynch lost $7 million on it and he, and, and he was virtually wiped out. So his company was basically 
okay. done. So then he created another company so that he could continue to trade even though the other one went belly up. <laughs> so he's been a weasel forever. A little bit, yeah. Uh, so he... Just like constantly, like 2011, he filed requests with the FDA to reject a new cancer diagnostic device <laughs> and an inhalable insulin therapy um, while short selling both their stocks. Oh. So he's just like That's a delight. He's just a total dick. Like, I don't care if this is killing people, whatever. God. Inhalable insulin. That might really save people a lot of pricks and shots right. and shit. I don't care. Um <laughs> I'm the only person they need. <laughs> I'm the only person. <laughs> they're the only one they're going to get anyway. Um, so both of those companies, they their values dropped incredibly, um, but they ha and so they had difficulty launching their products. But they eventually did anyway. But nice. to no help from oh, him. No thanks. Yeah, and so relax. then he founded another company, Jeez, biotech company, bro. under the MSMB umbrella. And he ran it as a portfolio company with an emphasis on biotech to create tr to create treatments for rare diseases. And like they call those orphan drugs, right? Like they're um, there's not a lot of money in them because very few people actually need them. Okay. Because they're rare diseases. Okay. <laughs> so Makes it's sense. hard. I mean, orphan drugs. Are, I'm I'm not even sure why he would want to be involved in that because I don't think there's a ton of money in that. Um, he was kicked off the board of that company in 2014. <laughs> of his own company. Uh, of his own company. Super. Uh, and then they filed a lawsuit against him in August 2015 <laughs> for Lord. $65 million, My claiming God. that he had breached his duty of loyalty to the company in a long-running dispute over his use of company funds oh, and God. committed stock trading irregularities and other violations of security rules. Uh, the lawsuit alleged that Shukeli had threatened and harassed a former MSMB employee and his family also. <laughs> so he's just a peach of a dude. I'm not putting anything past him. Yeah. But somehow he still, may I don't know. It's, so it says in May 2014, um, this company acquired the rights to market Theola, which was a drug used to treat the rare disease, some rare disease. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. There's a lot of letters in it. Yeah. I'm not going to try to pronounce <laughs> it. Um, and I think this was shortly before he left. Yeah, it must have been before he left. Um, so they raised the price from $1.50 per pill to $30 per pill. Oh. Um, and patients have to take 10 to 15 pills a day. Uh, well, I guess this is how they're making money off the orphan drugs. Holy. Yeah, so I'm sure they're trying to get insurance to pay for all this stuff, right? So yeah. it doesn't. it's not really affecting the patient is mm -hmm. his way of looking at it. Um, but then he got kicked out of there. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so... They didn't lower the price after he left <laughs> anyway. So apparently that wasn't his egregious error. It was something else. They were still making tons of money. So then he founded Touring Pharmaceuticals in February 2015. Um, he launched it with three drugs in development acquired from Retrofin. So he took some of their intellectual property, started a new company. Um, one wasn't... Keep doing... Where does he keep getting money from? This is the thing with white-collar fucking stock brokery hedge fund people. Like, they... I don't think they, I don't even think it's real. I think the money they have is totally imaginary. True. <laughs> and they're just, I don't understand how. I don't either, because it just seems like, oh, you sue me for $65 million. I'm just going to scoot over here and start another company. Right? Can't find like, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> like I felt the last three days at the office. Oh, there you go. I, I actually texted Ian with the first, I think when I went back on Thursday. 
And I was like, hey, I have a new superpower. <laughs> I'm invisible. Turns out none of these old white men can see me. <laughs> it was so great. I really, really made a lot of people uncomfortable this week, everyone. That's like fantastic. I do to you every week on this podcast, I shared the You're love in my global. old office. In makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um, so his three drugs that he launched, this is so great. An intranasal version of ketamine. Whoa, that doesn't seem necessary. <laughs> to treat depression. Yes, because you need it to hit immediately when you have a little <laughs> depressive face. <laughs> so you need to be able to sniff it right into your brain. In what world is ketamine treating depression? In his world. Oh, I don't know. Maybe boy. it does. I, 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 No doctor ever offered that to me. No. Thank you. Uh, an intranasal, an intranasal version of oxycotton. Oh. Oh no, oxytocin. And oh. Oh. Whoa. That's different. I know what that. Is. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was oxycotton too. For some, like, whoa, he's just going heavy on the friggin'. No, oxytocin makes drugs. you go into labor. <laughs> oh. So again, people that are. <laughs> I need to go into labor now. <sighs> well, that happens, right? Um, and then like some the baby told another you. drug for hypertension. Cool. His business strategy was to obtain licenses on out-of-patent medicines and reevaluate the pricing of each in pursuit of windfall profits for the new company without the need to develop and bring its own drugs to market. Mm. Yeah. Um, as markets for out-of-patent drugs are often small and obtaining regulatory approval is ex or for generic versions is expensive, so there's no, there's no reason for anybody to do it. Okay. Um, he calculated that with closed distribution for the product and no competition, it could set high prices. So that's all is kind of setting him up for the whole thing that okay. got him in mm -hmm. trouble publicly. Oh. I don't think he ever actually got in trouble for doing this, but he just disliked. Yeah, just intensely disliked. <laughs> uh, so the drug that he acquired that caused all the problems is called Daraprim. And it was approved by the FDA in 1953. Oh. So it's been around a while. Yeah. Um, Impact's Laboratories invented it. And he, he bought it from them for $55 million. Oh, wow. Um, its most prominent use was for anti-malaria and anti-parasitic in conjunction with um, some other drugs and then AIDS-related toxoplasmosis. Okay. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. And toxoplasmosis primarily causes sort of how you're feeling influenza <laughs> swollen lymph nodes headaches fever and fatigue or muscle oh, aches and pains that no. last for a month or more but and that's just if you're healthy if you get symptoms so people with weakened immune systems are likely to experience headaches confusion poor coordination seizures lung problems that may resemble tuberculosis oh. um blurred vision and severe inflammation of the retina Sounds horrible. So, yeah, really bad. And you are already got some other stuff going on. So this is really the last thing you need. So people who primarily use it are young young children, people with AIDS, mm -hmm. um, people taking chemotherapy, mm -hmm. people who have just received an organ transplant. So that's his target market nice. for raising the price of a drug from $13 to $750 a pill. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not sympathetic at all. <laughs> No, who feels bad for them? Um, so the patent had expired. There was no generic version. Um, he closed the market, settled, like made it so that hardly anybody could purchase it, and it was only this one drug, and there was no other way to get it. Um, and then when the sale went through, he just threw the price into that crazy, crazy, crazy cost. Um, so immediately, um, a whole bunch of people got mad. It was... <laughs> Surprisingly. Hmm. So the price increase was criticized by the Infectious Disease Society of America, the HIV Medicine Association, the Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, and by presidential candidates Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and Donald Trump. 
So one oh, thing they could all agree on was that this guy's a piece of shit. You know you're a piece of shit. Donald <laughs> Trump, Donald Trump like thinks that. you're a piece of shit. You're really... But watch, he'll be their next FDA chairman, though. Probably. Like, Once he gets out of prison. We pardoned him so he could... Um, so in September of 2015, in an interview, he defended the price hike by saying... <clears throat> if there was a company that was selling an Aston Martin at the price of a bicycle, and we buy that company, and we also charge Toyota prices, I don't think that that should be a crime. Uh, he and, <laughs> and then he decided, because people still didn't like him, um, they didn't buy that Shocking. reasoning, that he did plan to lower the price by an unspecified amount. Uh, and But then he he's a good Trump Trumpster, because he then turned right around and said, nope, never mind, I'm not doing that. Oh, Which I, I think just, I remember that. I love all these meetings that Trump keeps having with people. I'm like, yeah, we should... We should, we should totally do that. <laughs> we no. should totally do it. Get everybody, all the Democrats, super excited that they're actually going to get something done. And then two days later, he's like, oh, no, oh, never mind. Out, no, I wasn't <laughs> supposed to agree with you. No, the NRA just came by and they think <laughs> that due process is actually a good idea before you take somebody's guns and lock them up in a <laughs> mental institution. <laughs> I love that idea. Oh, God. He's, a, he's just such a funny, funny man. So... They decided not to to lower their price. So another CEO of an, another pharmaceutical company announced that his company would provide a combination product containing all the primary ingredients um, at a dollar a pill. Oh, uh, yeah. So he basically, they just did compounding and they, they made the drug somehow else without needing the patent. Um, and it was a more efficient alternative and it was intended to be used alongside the same other drugs to help the same people. So they kind of solved the problem that way. Um, so this compounded replacement became large part of a larger corporate program that they were like, hey, we're the good guys here and we're going to really try to help nice. um, and make novel and customizable medicines. And so they now are offering it as as a compound orally taken formulation. And it's a $99 for a hundred count bottle. So it's essentially a dollar dose. Yay. So boo, Martin Kelly, you lose. Loser. And then he got subpoenaed. Oh, to appear before the Committee on Oversight and Government Reform of the U.S. House of Representatives because oh. they wanted to find more out about that price increase. And his efforts to quash the subpoena were unsuccessful, so he had to show up. Um, and then that was, I don't know if you saw the footage of him, but he's basically, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth, I plead the fifth. No. And he would only say his name, and it's like on repeat, and he's just such a slimy, oh. creepy dude that you're just like, oh. You know that somebody punched him in the face a lot of times in high school because he just... One would hope. No, I think that may be the real reason that he left early. (laughs) (laughs) Not that he was bored, is that he was just getting He had a score to settle. Yeah. Um, He was arrested in December of 2015 Hmm. by the FBI on a federal indictment in the U.S. Court of New York, um, charging him with securities fraud. Mm. Uh, They were filed after an investigation into his tenure at MSNB Capital Management... The one that he started with his buddy mm-hmm. and that went bankrupt. And he was accused of running a Ponzi-like scheme. They said that he had engaged in multiple schemes to ensnare investors through a web of lies and deceit. Oh, it's always a web of lies. I mean, you could look at that guy's face and just go, <laughs> web shady. of lies and deceit. Shady. <laughs> Super shady. Creepy wannabe. Not on the up and up. Like weird Wu Tang Clan fan gangster guy. Where's that part of the story? Well, I didn't even. I don't because they tried to. I think they actually tried to identify when they when they were pulling assets from him because he ended up owing like seven million dollars. And they were saying we want that Picasso and we want that Wu Tang Clan album and we want like all these random things. But I don't think they actually got to do that. I think they tried, but. 
Because how he, much did he pay for it? Two million dollars. For the Wu-Tang album. Yeah. Because it's the only one. It's the right? only one. And apparently at some point he told Taylor Swift that he'd let her listen to it if she what? performed some sort of sexual favor for him. And she's like, I've never voiced an interest in Wu-Tang. I don't, right? Your line is not working. Uh, thanks, but no thanks. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but that's just the kind of creepy, just gross dude oh, he is. Uh, so lies and deceit. He said that he was being targeted by law enforcement for his price hikes of the drug uh, Daraprim and his flamboyant personality because he was a total fucking prick. I wrote down this quote that he had said at some point, and I don't even know what it was in regards to, but this is just kind of who he thinks oh, he God. is. That's my real life. I fucking travel around Las Vegas with fucking $2 million or $3 million in cash like Floyd Mayweather. It's real. Whether you think I'm a herb, I don't know why he would say that, or not, whatever, fine. But I'm the dude. I'm the guy. I'm not made up. Take it for what it's worth. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's right out of the I just can't even handbook. <laughs> no, I just can't even imagine running into somebody like that in real life. What a putz. It's just, he's just so creepy. Um, at his trial in 2017, so this was last year, Shura Kelly argued that none of his investors actually lost money and some actually turned a profit. And so oh, his actions did not fine. constitute a crime. <laughs> um, his frequent he had frequent criticisms of the federal prosecutors, and he he would call them the junior varsity team. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which ended like up that. getting him in trouble with the court. Go figure. Um, and so they ended. He would and he had a live Facebook streaming video that he would just mouth off to about the court system and the prosecutors <laughs> and the whatevers. <laughs> and they ended up. They tried to issue a gag order. Um, to prevent what they called a campaign of disruption. Oh, so I don't think that was successful, though. Yeah, they just requested, but I don't think they got it. Mm -hmm. And then on August fourth, the jury found Sher Kelly guilty on two counts of <coughs> securities fraud and one count of conspiracy to commit securities fraud, but not guilty on five other counts. And he said he was delighted with the outcome and described his prosecution as a witch hunt of epic proportions. Oh, Does this sound familiar? It's yeah. <laughs> All these douchebags have the same argument. <sighs> They're just after me because I'm rich or whatever. Right? They're just jealous. They're just jealous. So uh, this was for the price hike on that one drug? No, this was this for, for securities fraud from his other stuff. company way at the beginning. Like He never got in trouble for the price hikes. I guess that's legal. Oh, just, but just then put a the, target on him. They just, they just created a, yeah. But the, I, the thing I think was really cool about it was that the industry solved the problem. Like free market solved the problem. Yeah, that is nice. You know, which is pretty neat. Um, and in a world where people don't think highly of big pharma often, at least there was one company that was really... They want the, you know, come on. Yeah. They're trying. Uh, so the jury found him guilty. Shrikeli was allowed to remain free pending sentencing. Um, but a month later, and this was during the, what, was it the presidential election or was that already over? It was the election. When, no. when yeah. was it? it was September of last, August of last year. No. When did we vote? <laughs> we voted in November. Okay. So, okay. So it was coming up to the election because this is relevant. Yes. So he was allowed to remain free pending sentencing, but a month later, he offered social media followers $5,000 if they could bring him hair from former U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. What? So I guess it was over. Because um, she had repeatedly criticized him during her campaign. <laughs> but so he so wants her hair. Well, the, he was saying some stupid thing about how he was going to clone her or something. Whoa. That's a leap. Uh, but apparently 
the old government doesn't like it when you offered Put to pay. Bounties. <laughs> exactly. Government employee. <laughs> they had a problem with presidential candidates having <laughs> bounties on their head. Weird. So they revoked his bail and they put him in jail. Yeah. Good. So he had to sit in the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn while awaiting sentencing. So he's also fucking stupid. He's just a big mouth. I think he, I mean, but look at it. Like he didn't really graduate high school. He ends up on Wall Street. He makes a shit ton of money. He he yeah. ends up owing $2.3 million, but nobody ever makes him pay it. And then his other company goes bust, but then he just starts another one. So you probably at that point think you're never going to get busted for anything. Your ego is Sort of like Bill Cosby, you know, mm. or that other guy, Rosenstein. What's his name? Harvey Weinstein? Weinstein. Yeah. They don't ever think they're going to get in trouble. So they just, I think, get more and more outrageous until somebody finally goes, pardon, you're in trouble. Hmm. <laughs> we have had enough. Uh, so on March 5th, earlier this week, it was so crazy ah, this actually happened uh, because I honestly had not been paying attention to the news. And so I was doing all this research going, oh, this guy's a total dick. I'll talk about him because I won't feel bad about it. And then I was like, wait, this news article is from today. Oh, <laughs> this is amazing. Fortuitous. So earlier this week, he was ordered to forfeit nearly $7.4 million in assets. This is when they were trying to point out exactly what they wanted. But apparently that you can't do it that way. Oh. And then he was sentenced to seven years in federal prison. Ooh. And he, the 34-year-old, wept at a hearing nah. as a federal court judge in Brooklyn, New York, handed down the prison term. Oh, good. Poor little guy finally mm. cried and was sad. Mm, and it's federal shippered. federal court, so he will spend almost all of that seven years in jail. <laughs> but in prison. Yeah, in prison, right. But it will also probably be a minimum security prison, which is not so bad, but at least he doesn't get out early. Um and I just love it. And you had mentioned this earlier when I just mentioned I was going to talk about him. That his his ju- his uh, what's the word? Lawyer. His lawyer. lawyer. Oh yeah. Was trying to like argue for a lighter sentence because I think the prosecution wanted 15 years and his team wanted like 18 months. And so he said, um, "I quote: There are times when I want to hug him and hold him and comfort him, and there are times when I want to punch him in the face." <laughs> And I would have to say that mostly I just want to punch him in the face. Yeah, he has a fucking He has a really face. punchable face. His I nose. Ooh. encourage everybody to, to go look to at this him. guy. <laughs> and if you're angry, maybe just... If you're listening to this from Leavenworth, we're going to need you to punch him <laughs> in the face. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, because if your family members or anybody you've ever known has been sick and not been able to afford the drugs because they don't have health care because... Somebody changed all the rules on that business. What an uh, We're not doing well in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Turns out. Who's we? Uh, anybody. but Humans? Yeah, humans. Yes, the United States. Then a friend of mine was just telling me about how Boko um, Haram just stole a whole other school of girls nice. in Africa. And now they're all missing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... We have shitheads like this who are fucking... Oh, and he's still worth like $70 million. What? I know. Mm-hmm. According to his lawyer. No, thank you. But he did lose $40 million like pretty quick on like in his investments, I guess. But he's still worth a shit ton. Yeah, he he's 34. And he has never done a worthwhile thing in his whole life. Being good doesn't pay, apparently. Being bad does. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. But he is in prison. So that's not so good. So, yeah. It's a man, but he lived large for a few years. <laughs> and he'll probably live large again. Yeah. He'll have millions and millions of dollars waiting Nobody for him. Nobody likes him. Nobody likes him. Like in the bunny pit. 
when Tom Hanks is like, I'll not like you anymore. <laughs> Remember he represents that really rich kid? I'm the only person that knows this movie. No, I've seen it, but I could. I it was never one of my quotable movies. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I it was don't. anyone else's. <laughs> <so am I. laughs> so you're watching it alone with your parents. I know. Over I, sent, and over and over I sent my dad the gif of him, Tom Hanks when he's stuck in the floor. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> and when he goes, "Honey, the Care Bears were here," and I sent it to my dad, and he didn't respond till like the next day. He's like, "What's this about Care Bears?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> come on, you're." My only hope. How could you forget? You're my only friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. So, everybody, that's the story of Martin Sha Kelly, pharma bro, most hated man in America, except other than Donald Trump. I can't wait to find out how we really say his name. Though, you know, <laughs> it's going to yeah, be like the emu situation. Yes. It's emu. <laughs> emu. Not emu. Um, I was going to say something oh, about I it. Damn it. Mm. Oh, I was going to say, I think he might be more hated than Trump because there are people that actually like Trump. That's true. And I don't think anybody likes this douchebag. Maybe his mom. I don't think his mom would probably even like him at this point. I don't know. Parents are weird. Parents are kind of weird. They really do want to defend their children. Ugh. We yeah. were watching. Ian likes to watch really terrible movies. Like terrible quality? Yes. Nice. Like just he finds the weirdest shit on TV to watch, and we were watching something about this woman. Who, we were on a gang rape kick a couple weeks ago, apparently. Oh, so there you. was some gang rape movie on, and the mom. It was like three brothers who had had attacked this woman and her child, oh. and didn't do anything to the child, but attacked the woman. And and the mom was like so crazy. They didn't do it. They're good. And what? she was such a terrible actor. It was great. Oh, it was great. amazing. I was like, this is the worst movie ever. Yeah, there's always those moms on oh, order. But it was a Nicolas Cage movie. No. So we were... <laughs> the, look of, the look of pure delight on your face right there was amazing. Because I can see how fucking crazy it was. It was so bad. So he was like the vigilante police detective. What was it called? Oh, I fucking don't know. Revenge or something? I think it was Revenge. Solid. Yeah. And... uh yeah, and he was terrible because he was terrible He's at revenge. Terrible. We watched mm, Valley Girl. No, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona is amazing. <laughs> Moonstruck. Moonstruck, amazing. amazing. So when he was young, Basically. leaving Las Vegas, amazing. I did not like that movie. It was well, it was really sad, but it was a good. He was yeah. good in it. I was too young. I was like, this is so boring. Oh man, he has a new one coming out. Of where course he, he does. Oh yeah, oh, he's yeah. terribly in debt. He, he must have just Selma like I gotta Blair pay my soul off. Play homicidal parents that want, or they want to kill their kids. Ooh, yeah, that and it's like, like supposed to be kind of a corny. Oh, so that could end up being really good. Yeah, it's called Bomb and Dad, and I think it's like a thing that like sweeps the town, where like all the parents are going after their children, like zombies. Oh, like that what that one show where all the kids did that, where they all kind of yeah, yeah, but backwards the other way. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. There are no new stories, just new <laughs> takes on them. Exactly. But we watched these two. So we watched that movie and we watched Wind River. I think it's called Wind River. It was just super good. It's really disturbing. It's really terrible, but it's also really good. What's it about? Uh, uh, also a gang rape. <laughs> oh my God. But it's Jeremy. Was, it, was Netflix just like you like gang rapes? <laughs> we're we're on some you. weird list now. Here, hold on. But we watched. So. Shkreli. I was close. Not bad. Thank you. Um, Shkreli. 
we watched these two movies that were like this terrible violence against women thing. And the first one, great revenge story. The Nicolas Cage revenge was really, he just shot them. That's not good revenge. You need to torture <laughs> and hurt and scare people before you, if you're going to get revenge, you need to make it like sweet and ang- cold. Yes. Angst filled and like in Man on Fire, mm-hmm. you know, like where he just fucking, yeah, so good. Nicolas Cage, not so much. Didn't really do that. No. But then the next morning, I decided to go for a run. Oh. And I decided to run on the Guadalupe River Trail, which turns out isn't super populated. Oh. (laughs) In a lot of areas. So I'm running along, and it's like bushes on one side, chain link fence on the other side. And there's like homeless encampments everywhere, which is fine. I'm not, I mean, homeless people, I'm not really worried about them. But other than that, it was super sad that there's that many people living just outside in San Jose. Um, but there'd be these areas where I'd be running and there would be like going in through this underpass <laughs> and there's just some bushes and it's all dark. And I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I'm going to die. I've learned nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where is Nicholas It was Cage? a little terrifying. Well, he didn't come. He came too late. So it doesn't help. Always. Yeah. Help is always too late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, they both recovered fine in the movie. The mom oh, and good. the daughter. Oh, good. Good shit. Yeah. All the kids. All and the, you made it. I made it. My run. I, I ran the longest run I've had in a while. Oh, that's nice. And I think it actually helped me continue running. And then I was like, oh, you got to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I do much better running outside because if I can run, like, one direction a certain amount of miles, and I'm not tired by the time I get to that, and then I have to turn around and run back, mm-hmm. you still have, you have to get back. So you're going to run the amount of miles you want to. I guess, yeah. It kind of works out. So. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but you did go shooting last week or something crazy. I did. How was that? It was really fun. I took a pistol 101 class. It was really fun. Was it but at the same place as the um, Krav, Maga. Krav Maga? No, I signed up for that one and it was supposed to be that day. And then we got an email the night before that said that like due to federal regulations or something, like they couldn't get the equipment, which I don't know what that means. So oh. then I randomly was like, well, I'm going to go shoot somewhere else then. I just really feel like shooting a gun, apparently. So I did that. How was it? It was really fun. You did not, as it was pointed out, post a picture of your sheet. My turret. Yeah. It's in my truck. How did, how did it go? So I, I apparently, like, over-compromise for the kickback. And I, so I was shooting low. Okay. I just wasn't. I so just you're just gonna get them in the balls properly. every time. Which is yeah, I just kneecaps pretty much. Which I think is perfect because it's super painful and also debilitating. Yeah, I think you're on yeah. good target. By there. the end of it, I was good. I mean, I had, I'd say the majority were in the black, so that's mm. fine. Yeah. Would you carry a gun if you mm-hmm. you would? Do you? You but you don't. You don't, don't. have one yet. No, I want to get like um an airsoft like replica that they're like the same weight and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just to practice with. To practice shooting? Yeah. Do you have to go to a, but you have to go to a range still? No. Where do you practice? Well, like, not indoors. <laughs> I was gonna say, but you understand, like, police see things that look like guns nowadays, and they yes. do get a little overexcited. Yes, there are rules. Though you are a I white girl, so you probably yet. would be a little better off. Yeah, I'll just paint it pink. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, if you get a real gun, I hope you paint it pink because that would be amazing. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Put some sparkles on it. Exactly. Bedazzle the shit out of it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would ever carry a gun. Because I don't think I would use it. 
Well, then, yeah, then you, know, you don't need probably, to carry it. Then that was like the thing they said with the Krav Maga, like about using, carrying like uh, pepper spray and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, don't carry it. Chances are you're going to get it in your own eyes. Oh, that's very <laughs> true. Or they're going to grab it from you. Just <laughs> better off just using like, um, and I used to do this when I was younger and I used to hang out or and or live in bad neighborhoods, um, rolls of coins. Oh. Which are perfect because you just hold them in your fist. Really? And then, yeah, they're great. They make your fist much stronger. Oh, interesting. And they will never really hurt if you hit somebody. Yeah. yeah, I've heard the keys between the fingers thing is stupid. Yeah. Pretty much you're just fucked. But the thing I liked about the crime of God was like, don't worry about any of the rules. Just beat the shit out of them as much as you can and whatever you do, fight, yeah, fight, make fight. noise. It's like, okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's just scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Which I think I could probably do. I don't know if I would. I feel like I'd freeze up. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly I did because <laughs> I wouldn't even do the practice session. I was like, I can't. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Please don't hurt me. I do have a memory, though, of a long time ago when I did live in a shitty neighborhood. And I used to hang out with friends that weren't as protective as mm-hmm. they should have been, probably. But it was really late, and I was at a friend's house, and I wanted to go get cigarettes. Oh, of course. It's always the It's always cigarettes. And they didn't want to go with me. What is it? Really shitty neighborhood, right? And so one of them gave me his gun, and he's like, just oh. put this in your pants. And if anything bad happens, just, you know, Blast shoot, shoot the bird. Wait, yeah, but what am I going to fucking do? I'm like 18 years old, <laughs> walking around in the freaking hood. But I did, carried it with me, and it was like, I'm just going to shoot myself in the foot any That's second. It. This is a terrible idea. I definitely feel like that. It was the one time I carried a gun, and I don't think I would ever do it again. I used to keep a shotgun in my truck when I was in college, but that's because I was shooting trap and skeet. And you lived in Texas. Yeah, we weren't allowed to have them on campus. <laughs> like, doesn't everybody have a gun in Texas? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, so I would like to take the rifle class next because I've never Ooh. shot a rifle. That would be probably. I think that'd be pretty fun to just shoot, but I don't. I don't know. I've never done it. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Now I you just totally have to come. I'm not a fan of guns. Yeah, but you, I. I just want to be familiar with them. I guess. I, I just want to go somewhere where I don't ever need one. <laughs> <laughs> Can't the world just be peaceful and kind? Move to Japan. Or Canada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not as far. Yeah. They only speak English, kind uh, of. And they do, yeah. For the most part, eh? Mm-hmm. I cannot I called, Canadian so accent. we were making fun of Canadians. <laughs> Just, just like a, you do, <laughs> in a very nice way. And I said something about, "Oh, that guy's such a hoser, eh?" <gasps> and uh, and only one person got the joke. They're like, "What oh. are you talking about?" Oh, come on! I even I know that. Yeah, I dated a Canadian. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry, all you Canadians. Yeah, we love you. I went there. <gasps> you went to Canada? Canada, I did. Whoa. And I called it that the whole time. And everyone was like, that joke isn't funny anymore. <laughs> oh. yeah. You're just laughing hysterically every time. It's every funny time. to me. But I did discover poutine. Oh, God. Please, that's disgusting. With the whole cheese curd so crap. fucking Ugh. good. You and oh my friend Tannis could have at it with the poutine. So good. She is Canadian. I One of my it. very best friends in the world. Well, and it was funny because I made it. Again, when we got home, uh, I remember my boyfriend like, came home from work, and I was like, I have a surprise for you. And he got this completely terrified look on his face. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And I, like, pull out this 
platter of poutine that I had whipped up. And he was like, what did you do? And I was like, I made poutine. He's like, no, but why did you make poutine? <laughs> oh, what's going on? What is it poison? Like, what's happening? <laughs> the fact that he was constantly worried about me killing him should tell you a lot about our relationship. Seriously. Like, he was Come on, dude. Terrible human. We Settle down. That's right. That's true. I should have. Okay. Um, that's about it. That's that's all. We're all done with this to topic now. Thank that. you. <laughs> um, we do have some new Patreons. <gasps> Tell me all about them. Uh, Bill Smith. Bill Smith. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. You're awesome. He's been a listener since kind of the beginning. Yay, Bill. He was laughing because I sort of did a super secret shout out to him last episode. A super secret shout out? Kind of. I didn't say his name. I just said a situation and he said, he posted on the on the group page about like, oh my God, I just got to shoot. It was just totally cracking up. He's like, I think that was about me. I totally went over my oh, head too. Yeah. We have, we have a. Uh, secret talks. Yeah, um, not secret talks, but we have like inside jokes. Oh. That's not annoying not at all. Just well, you you can be a part of them. Thanks. You're welcome. And then Misty Horak. Oh, Misty. Yeah. Fantastic. So I will be reaching out to the both of you to give you fabulous prizes. Um, but we so appreciate your patronage and support. If anybody else wants to be like Bill and Misty, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash just the worst or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you yeah, can... Lauren got her T-shirt today, but she oh. she wants to me a picture of her in it. She's like, "I'll see what I can do." And I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Strange, weird. Like, Come on, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Bust it out. Show us a picture. Post it on the Facebook group. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Jessor's Pod. And on Twitter at JTW Pod, and you can join the group if um, you pass muster. Yeah, so it's pretty tricky. Yeah, so make sure you've listened to every single episode and taken notes. Right, because we we do ask a <laughs> series of questions yes. with increasing difficulty mm -hmm. that you do have to answer correctly. Yeah, your riddles uh, really. <laughs> and we do need your social security number and your mother's maiden name as well. Yeah. All right, just the basics. But that's it. That's all. Just want to make sure we can trust you. All right, everyone. Okay. Have a wonderful week. You too. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye.